watching the earnings coming out of Southwest Airlines today. It's a real head-scratcher. Of course, that whole business is. On the one hand, it was a loss, but then again, there were some special charges, so in fact, they made money. But being CEO of Southwest Airlines is like playing whack-a-mole anyway, I think. I, we'll, we'll ask the man. Bob Jordan's the CEO, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hey, thanks for having me, as always. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, I, you know, I say whack-a-mole because I'm a bit of a whack-a-mole. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, you know, the earnings you know, is a loss. It's a gain. You, you, you've got things turned around from a miserable fourth quarter a year ago. You worked things out with the pilots after a long time. But now maybe the flight attendants, you get your airplanes back flying. And now Boeing's giving you problems. You happy, though, with the fourth quarter? Yeah, the, there's some noise in there because we've got special items related really to uh, out-of-period uh, charges for the new uh, uh, contract with SWAPA or our pilots. That's really what it is. No, we, we had a strong fourth quarter. What I'm really proud of is we had a great year in 2023. I mean, you think about all the things uh, that happened. We got staffed. We got all of our aircraft in the air and fully utilized uh, we got all of this winter ops preparedness work done. We had record revenues. We had record passengers. We had record ancillary revenues. We had record loyalty program revenues. And uh, I'm just really proud of the of the people of Southwest Airlines for getting all that stuff done. On the winter ops front, you know, it, it's so much work this year to improve. And we've had a lot of storms so far. And you look at the performance this winter, uh, we've had just stellar performance, um, terrific recovery, uh, terrific de-icing, no hangover over from day to day. So I'm just very proud of our folks. The one thing that we need to continue to work on are our financial results. While good, we're not what we need. Uh, it, so we we um, we need to get back to our performance uh, that is historic. And so we've got a good plan here in 2024. Uh, we'll get our, our, our earnings, uh, the plan is to get our earnings up to uh, cover our cost of capital, uh, put a lot more revenue on, on the top line, and uh, just really provide momentum into 2025. So, but anyways, I'm very proud of our folks for all that they delivered in, in 2023. And, and no, good, good, uh, good, good fourth quarter and very strong demand. You know, on, on many levels, I don't know how you can plan, though. I mean, it looks like, we're coming back out of COVID and all that revenge travel and everything else, maybe kind of calming down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe business travel is picking back up a little bit. Are we, are we back where we used to be in 2019 and the kind of traffic pattern so you can lay out a, a an operating plan? Yeah, I think the, uh, the, the demand is still very strong, but it is different than pre pandemic. So leisure is still very strong. Our close in demand, you know, look at the holidays was very, very strong. Business is increasing, but business is still uh, not fully recovered to 2019. But the trajectory there is good. So you've heard us talk a lot about we are we are really optimizing the network in 2024. All that means is getting the network adapted to the new travel patterns. It means things like. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are just lower flying periods than they used to be. The shoulder periods of the day, very, very early and very late flights, just don't have the demand that they used to have. Uh, short haul, because a lot of short haul is business. Business is getting better, but it's not fully recovered. So taking down our short haul flights a little bit. 
uh, that's really what getting the network optimized to the new travel patterns means. And, and, and that's really all in place in, in March. And uh, there, there are uh, uh, big revenues uh, tagged to that. Our, our revenue uh, uh, initiatives in 2024, a lot of that being the network, will put about a billion dollars in pre-tax pre profit uh, into the business. And we're on track with that. But no, yeah, the, the business is strong. But the patterns are not the same as they were pre-pandemic. So, so you're adjusting. So let, we we are adjusting. Absolutely. Talk talk about the equipment right now. So you had this you have this modernization plan, getting your you know your fleet more fuel efficient. Then there was this disruption. Maxes weren't being delivered. Then the maxes picked back up again. Now the suggestion. Happily, you don't have any of the ones that are grounded, uh, like Alaska Airlines others have right now. But now they're saying that that. The Max 7, which you do want and have a lot of orders in for, that's going to be pushed off. So you're not going to operate that anytime soon. Well, the I think Boeing's plan for the certification of the Max 7 is still, uh, you know, twenty uh, early in 2024. We just want to be prudent in our planning and to make sure we plan appropriately. So we are planning in 24 uh, to not take a Max and a 7 and fly it. So we're planning for that to be 2025. But in our case, if we don't take a Max 7, we'll just take a Max 8. So it does not hurt our overall fleet plans. So we're just trying to be prudent here. The Max 8 is a terrific aircraft. I'm convinced the Max 7 will be a terrific aircraft. So we have a lot of confidence here. Yeah, if you saw, you know, late the last night, the FAA did put out an order that um, uh, basically uh, is going to restrict Boeing from increasing its production rates until they get some of the quality and other issues uh, fixed and the FAA is comfortable. That's a wrinkle that, you know, we're just not sure what that means in terms of our own deliveries here in 24, but we'll, we'll work through that. There's a lot of flexibility in our fleet plan up and down. And I'm confident that we can uh, meet our requirements here for our fleet. You know, as a consumer, we're benefiting tremendously by gasoline prices dropping, and they continue to drop right now. Is that is that true for you? Is the the cost of Jet A coming down? Is that a positive? It, it's uh, it depends on when you when you're taking a look and when you ask. Uh, the volatility is higher than normal, that's for sure. So while crude prices have been fairly stable, you know, sort of roughly in the seventy-five to eighty-dollar range. The one thing that you don't see is a little in the weeds here, but what's called the crack spread. Yeah. So the cost of, you know, cost of turning that crude into jet fuel. That has been very volatile and it is much higher than historic. Historically, that might be 10 to 12 bucks a barrel. And right now it's about 30 bucks a barrel. So that actually adds cost to jet. But, uh, uh, but no, uh, you know, stable jets good for us because that way you can manage the business. But, um, we're well hedged. We're 57% hedged here in 2024, which is very helpful. And it certainly helps us manage the uh, business against any price spikes in jet. One last thing. Let me ask you about Hawaii because you made a major foray into Hawaii. Then we had, uh, you know, the terrible fires that uh, disrupted, I know, a lot of travel. Now we've got a pending merger between Alaska and Hawaii, which I guess would be a lifeline for Hawaiian Airlines. How does that impact you? Well, first, you, you you know, Hawaii is very important uh, to our business and our franchise, you know, the, especially on the West Coast. A lot of folks want to go to Hawaii. It's very important to our loyalty program and the card. That's one of the things that, that, that our customers save points for. 
And uh, we're, we're obviously keeping a, a, a strong tie to what's going on in Maui. I've been out personally a couple times, went out just to check on our folks and see how Maui is doing. And it will recover. It may take some time. But on the merger of, a, you know, a Hawaiian and Alaska, I tell you, we focus on our business and uh, being the best carrier that we can be and being the best for our customers. I'm confident uh, we are succeeding in Hawaii. There's some work to, you know, to go to, to uh, mature the business, but we're doing well and uh, we'll stick to our business. And uh, again, our focus is there. Our focus is not on Alaska and Hawaii in that merger. And, and just quickly to, to unions. Um, so things worked out with the pilots. We have a, an agreement, which I guess is going to go through. But now the, the flight the agreement. No, no, it is, it is ratified as done. of Monday. Okay. We're done. Okay. And so now go back to the attention of the flight attendants. Well, you know, we've, we've, uh, our, our folks, uh, in our labor group, uh, have, have just worked so hard. We have nine new agreements in just over a year. That's just historic. I'm very proud of them. And I'm very proud of our union partners for working through that because at the end of the day, we want to, re- we want to reward our employees. So we've got nine done. We have two to go. Uh, that is with our flight attendants and with, uh, our folks that work on the ramp. Uh, we're working very hard there. The difference is uh, with our flight attendants, we are in federal mediation. And one of the tenants mediation is you follow the, uh, of the, the, the mediator because they are in charge. The flight attendants rejected a tentative agreement and uh, we are still waiting on the, me- on the mediator to determine next steps and when we get back together. But no, we, I am absolutely committed to getting those last two agreements done and, and rewarding our folks. You're an organized man to keep up with all this, Bob Jordan. <laughs> you CEO. have to be. You have to be. It's the it's the airline industry. <laughs> That's true. And if you don't like it now, you'll wait three months. It'll change again, Bob Jordan. <laughs> it will. CEO of Southwest Airlines. Thanks for the time, sir. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.